Nobody home, asshole. Except us. Just give me your money, sucker. You heard the man. I'm gonna cut you, motherfucker. Is this what you want? Huh? You want this? You want my money? You want to take it? <laughs> <laughs> All right, welcome back to another episode of The Action Returns. I'm your host, Brian. With me, as always, is my brother, Nez. What's up, man? Hey, man. What's up, everyone? Sorry, everyone, we're late with this week, man. It's just been one of those weeks. Hella busy, crazy weather, but we're here before the week is out. But before we dive into anything, the Batman, did you see it yet? I was going, but we had a crazy kind of semi windstorm today and I was like it ain't safe to drive out there and it's every every we're in the middle of breakup so everything's melting and I roads are icy so fingers crossed neither Saturday or Sunday. Yeah, there's a lot of mixed reviews out there. Some people love it, some people say it was okay, some people hated it. A lot of people saying it was too long. Um, I loved it. <laughs> I thought I thought nice. it was I thought it was hella good. Um, go to uh, the E Society uh, YouTube page and uh, check out my non-spoiler review. When we, um, when the Zisu and I sit down to do our next episode, that's when we're gonna uh, jump into spoilers and everything on that. I was thinking we might just do a whole episode, but I don't know. We'll we'll see. I talk to him still, but. Um, with that being said, um, shit, I was going to say something else. Oh, um, for those of you in the Oklahoma area, uh, Tulsa, Oklahoma area, I will be out there with Oki Podcasts, uh, Russ from the Oki Podcast, and the guys from Toke Signals Podcast. We will be live on stage at the Shrine on March 10th. That's Thursday, March 10th, uh, 8 p.m. to 11 p.m. It's a $5 entry. The address is 112 East 18th Street, Tulsa, Oklahoma. Um, this is going to be a first time for me to be actual live podcast on stage type of deal. I, I don't really know what to expect. Um I assume you can turn the mics on and go. So I don't know. <laughs> um, I'm I'm pretty hyped. Um, I never met any of these guys. Uh, Russ from the Oki Podcast. He's been on the show on uh, MacNest Podcast um, before, and I'm Toke Signals. Man, those guys are awesome. They just keep it green and turn on the mics. <laughs> so <laughs> definitely uh, check out both of those podcasts. So again, if you're gonna be in the Tulsa. Uh, area, um, come out to the Shrine on March 10th, Thursday, March 10th. Um, 
yeah, I, again, I don't know what to expect. So as soon as uh, we have it, uh, I'll let you guys know um, what happened. So, yeah, that's all. All right, let's uh, let's jump into tonight's uh, movie, which is 1991's The Perfect Weapon. He looks like anyone else you'd pass on the street. Give me your money now. Except, no problem. He has a slight attitude. Hey, Terminator, those guys are golden this. You're a dead man. He has no gun. No fear. No equal. No problem. Jeff Speakman is the perfect weapon. Rated R. Starts Friday, March 15th at theaters everywhere. All right, Google, what you got? Short and sweet. An expert in Kempo Karate avenges his Chinatown friend slain by a mobster in Los Angeles. Straight to the point. <laughs> and IMDb is the same thing, except it is correcting what Google said because it is not Chinatown, it is Koreatown. <laughs> Well, whoever did the Google one uh, didn't pay attention to what was happening. <laughs> <laughs> this stars Jeff Speakman, John Dye, Mako, James Hong, Mariska Harute. Excuse me if I get all these names wrong. Dante Basco. Professor Tori Tanaka, Mr. Fuji's former tag team partner, Seth Saki, Bo Star, Clyde Kasat, Kasatsu, Carrie Hiroki Takawa. As far as I'm going to go with those names, I already butchered enough. And a bunch of, hey, that guy. Oh, yes. This is full <laughs> of, like, if you watched, like, 80s 90s action movies this is there was one uh al leon was like the only one that wasn't in here yeah i was waiting for him to pop in somewhere uh this is directed by mark DeSalle, written by david c wilson nez was this the first time you ever seen the perfect weapon uh i saw bits and pieces of it and uh this is the first time that i'd seen it straight through um i'm looking on the credits it says Al Young is in it. Um, it says man in the crockpit bar. It was uncredited, but uh, I don't have to watch that scene again. Usually he's like front and center and you know who he is, but um, yeah, I didn't I, I didn't see him. <laughs> so, Maybe they didn't need him this time, but he still wanted to be in the movie. <laughs> but <clears throat> uh, finally sitting through this this whole movie, uh, was it the best? No. Was it awesome fighting? Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> the martial arts in this was just kick-ass. Um, <laughs> pun intended. Um, what I loved about Jeff Speakman is other than his hair never messed up. <laughs> um, <laughs> he's pretty ripped. Um, he did a lot of uh, hand I don't want to say hand jobs, but hand hand fighting. Yeah, it's not that kind of movie. <laughs> yeah. He did a lot of chops, punches, backhands, slaps, everything. Um, 
and he was quick. Uh, did they uh, did they speed up the film like they do sometimes? It didn't look like it. I, I didn't catch it. Um, I did like that there was a lot of wide shots, especially when they were fighting. But of course, they had to do it over and over because then there's multiple camera angles. But um, uh, regular uh, type of story, nothing. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, they didn't reinvent the wheel or anything. Basically, someone dies and he's got to find out uh, who it is and seek revenge and kicks a lot of ass in between. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, see, I actually watched this twice. I The YouTube one was killing me. I watched the whole thing, but it was it wasn't the greatest um, copy. Uh, so I had to set sail and uh, nice, clear <laughs> HD. It is, it is on Blu-ray. Is it? Oh, I'm going to have to pick this one. I need this one for the collection. But uh, overall, man, I really enjoyed this film. Uh, I wish I would have seen it uh, back when it came out. Um, I might have caught it one of those late night TBS or whatever mm-hmm. shows and just watched the fighting scenes and wasn't really paying attention to what was going on. But, man, I, I thought this movie was pretty awesome. I loved it. What do you think? I Did love you, it. Have you seen this before? Oh, many times, many times. This was, uh, like you said, this was on cable, like, all the time. I caught it, you know. The story's straightforward, like you said, you know. Somebody close to him gets killed, and he has to go revenge, uh, avenge uh, his friend. And um, it's all about the martial arts scenes. And when I was a kid, and I seen him do the, the, we ain't gonna say hand jobs, the the fast hand <laughs> movements. I was like, I want to learn Kempo karate, but you know, it doesn't work like that. Um, yeah. I, Jeff Speakman's badass in this. Uh, the one thing is I, 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 the worst character in this movie is his brother, the cop. He does not even seem like he's a cop. He's just kind of whiny. And he, I hate to say this, but he's a puss through this whole movie. It's completely useless. And uh, I like the flashback scenes and uh, going through the cast list. um, The, the, the girl he meets in um, when he's in the dojo training, the, the actress that plays the older version of her is that she's like the star of law and order. Yeah. I recognize her like, damn, it's like a super young version of her. Yeah. She, She didn't have any lines, but I mean, she wasn't, she wasn't important. Yeah. She was a nobody. And then, you got to start somewhere, uh, boys and girls. So, uh, awesome movie to pick. Um, didn't really get any action out of her. She kind of just stood there looking hot and just smiled. But, um, Rufio, uh, yeah, Rufio, and here's uh, Jim Jimmy Ho. Oh, um, him. Uh, I don't know if you guys are, are TikTokers, but um, Dante Bosco. Uh, I follow him on there. One of my buddies uh, kind of hit me, Tim. I knew who he was. I'd seen him in, in a bunch of things and the TV shows he popped up in. And uh, Hook uh, was probably the biggest movie he was in. But um, um, he does these uh, videos on TikTok, uh, his residual Tuesdays or whatever it is. He gets his mail and he get, he has got like a stack full of residual checks from the TV shows, the movies, or whatever he's done. And, that, and what he does is he's like, hey, uh, here's my stack of uh, checks. I'm going to open one. 
uh, talk about whatever it was for. Let's say it was for Hook or, or one of the many TV shows that he popped up in or even this film. He'll go and he'll he'll base it. He'll go buy dinner with it. He goes, I can either have steak and lobster or it might be just a Taco Bell night. Uh, we'll see. Because sometimes he opens his checks and he only gets like 50 cents or something like that. And sometimes it's like 30, 40, 50 dollars, sometimes 100 dollars and everything, depending on whatever it is. So um, I had kind of forgotten about him until my friend uh, brought him up because uh, his wife, uh, she loved him from when he was a kid and still follow him today. But um, I didn't realize that was him <laughs> at first. I was kind of laying there on the couch watching. And then when he started talking, I went, oh, that's that one dude. So, um, man, the 90s, the hairstyles, man, they were, I don't know, they must have used a lot of Aquanet or something because nobody's hair moved. Because <laughs> <laughs> that one dude he was fighting in the um, in the dojo when he took on those three guys, um, he was a, hey, that guy. Um, yeah. What was his name? I, I don't. He's been in a ton of things. Um, I'm trying to scroll around. Is this him? I don't. I don't. No, it just says young guard. Um, no, I was someone else. But uh, there's a dude in this. Uh, if you guys have seen it, he was. Um, I know he was in uh, Lethal Weapon. Um, Is it the fourth one? Jet Li kicked, killed him. Yeah, in the fourth when, one, Jet Li killed, killed him, him on, on the roof. Yeah, it was that dude. <laughs> yeah, and he was uh, in the first uh, Best of the Best. He was uh, the South Korea team. He's the one that, like, in in the fight with uh, Eric Roberts, like, discon- uh, dislocates his shoulder. I... No, that's not him. Man. Yeah. There's pictures and then there isn't pictures of these guys. Hmm. That guy's got to have a picture. Yeah, I'm trying to scroll around. I see the other guy that that got beat up in the gym. He's just named Bandana. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. But anyway, if you guys have seen the movie, it's he's one of those guys like, hey, him. Um, oh, shit, I clicked on the wrong one. That's a cop. But that fool... When they were finding him in the dojo, his hair his hair was all nice and feathered and hella hairspray or something because he was getting kicked in the face, punched in the face, and his hairstyle did not lose any of that style. <laughs> that guy was cocky as hell. He was like, come on, white boy. Let me see what you got. <laughs> that was awesome, man. I, I, the, the dialogue in this film is just... I don't know. <laughs> it is what guy it is. <laughs> it's like they just said, F it, just wrote it. They didn't even concentrate on the on the on the script. They just didn't make sure that all the fighting was badass. So, yeah, the uh, the worst dialogue was when he gets uh he's about to get uh mugged in the street by all them guys. Oh man. That's and the crazy. one guy that was in uh John Carpenter's vampires. He's one of the vampires uh, hunting team. He's like, "Give me your, give me your wallet, sucker." Yeah, like, yeah. He was one of those. He's one of those. Oh, that guy. He's been in a ton of movies. I was like, "Who? Why didn't they just tell you to just, just say something that you would normally say?" You know, like, "Give me your wallet, sucker." <laughs> yeah, man. It, it, this the. 
the script writing in this wasn't the greatest. I mean, everybody that was fighting did their job. Um, Mako, he was Kim. He's he's always the same. He was the same guy as he was in uh, Sidekicks or in uh, <laughs> or, or the the Sorcerer in Conan movies. And uh, James Hong, uh, Lopan, he played young. He's the same in everything. Um, and uh, Professor Tanaka, all I see him is every time he's in the ring. <laughs> yeah. I did love him in that one movie he did with Chuck Norris. Uh, I think it was Eye for an Eye. Um, I've always loved uh, Professor Tanaka because he reminds me and he looked like my Uncle Robert. And uh, I, every time I saw him, he... And he always had that smile. And he was also on uh, The Running Man. Mm, Sub-Zero. Yeah, Sub-Zero. <laughs> Not just plain Zero. Uh, <laughs> have we done that? <laughs> no, we're going to do that soon. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, he, he did what he had to do in the ring. I mean, was it the greatest? No, but he, he is a WWF. It's in the WWF era, boys and girls. So... Uh, he's still badass. I love when he pops up in these type of films. He's always the uh, the henchman or uh, the butler or something. Oh, he was even in um, he was Francis's uh, butler in um, Pee Wee's Big Adventure. Oh yeah, <laughs> he the, fell into the swimming pool or the the big giant bathtub. <laughs> and um, but he is who he is. He's always just the big muscle and and that that and you can never stop him. But they underused um, Shang Tsung. Uh, what's his name? Kerry Hiroki Takawa. Yeah, I was thinking. Well, this was before uh, Mortal Kombat, but he's he's been in a bunch of things. But yeah, he he's big time now for uh, for us action fans and everything, but. Yeah, he didn't do anything in this movie. And his fight scenes at the end, it wasn't even him. You, you, you could clearly yeah. see it was somebody else. <laughs> I was like, come on, Shang Tsung. I mean, what's going on? What well, did he do before this? I, I look it up. have no idea. <laughs> he was in Showdown Little Tokyo, Kickboxer 2, License to Kill. He was in some Big Trouble in Little China. He did some stuff. He could have. He could have had a little bit more of a fight scene. That was kind of a little bit of a letdown. Yeah, I mean, because once he got in, into it and he was kicking ass for well, his character was kicking ass, but then it was just wham, bam, boom. I mean, he didn't kill him. Did he? Did he just knock him out? I don't even remember. They were fight. The fight lasted like two minutes. If that, and <laughs> he took what? him out, and then he went to Young. And then I know we're jumping all over the place, but th that's when uh, Professor Tanaka uh, pulled up in the boat. And it's just like he was just forgotten after that. Yeah, it's like he didn't do anything. He just did. Or I, I don't know if he died. He just like fell over. <laughs> but yeah, I, I don't know. There was the, the. For being who he was, you figured he would have been. Kicking ass, especially he was uh, Kim's supposed right hand man. He didn't he didn't do anything because he even got punked when um, uh, Jeff when he ran and uh, 
like strangled him. He reached into into the car he was in and oh yeah, and told him, hey, what's his name? And then, and he told him uh, the the name that he was looking for. And then that's when he went into the yeah. Because see, even with that, like you 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 know he's setting Jeff up, so you would think he he was kind of letting him do that. So they were gonna you're gonna see what he could really do later, and he didn't really do anything. Yeah, he was just. He was just there. I mean, but it wasn't his fault. Uh, maybe this was – this couldn't have been in the beginning of his career. I mean, I'm sure he had done a ton of things before this one because he – oh, yeah, man. He's, he's, his uh, career started – well, he, he was in big trouble in Little China? Yeah, he was a swordsman, uncredited. Okay. Oh, wow. This tells you the the era. He was in Twins as an Oriental Man. I don't even remember that. Oriental Man. <laughs> he was in a lot of TV. Um, I know I had seen him uh, in oh, other things American before. Me. Oh, he was badass in that. Yeah. He was one that uh, sat on that dude while his face was in the rice and... <laughs> You guys know where it goes from there. Yeah. <laughs> Prison movie. <laughs> but uh, he was even Poltergeist, the legacy. Oh, <laughs> the TV series. <laughs> um, he's still out there doing it. Um, the thing that I loved him, other than Mortal Kombat, he did a Disney movie. Um, was it Johnny Tsunami. That was it. Mm. I don't know if you guys have seen that. And uh, I think he did the the second one as well. Uh, Johnny Johnny Capahala, that was his name that time. Uh, back on the board, um, he was uh, his grandpa. But anyway, um, Jeff Speakman, what else has he been in? I mean, this I know I've probably seen him in other things, but yeah, I, I've seen him in other things. But when his name comes up, this is like the only one I really know. He was in Lionheart? Just a security man. Slaughterhouse Rock. He was in the cafe. Let's see, he did Perfect Weapon, and then it looks like after that, he started getting starring roles, but I don't recognize any of these other movies. I don't either. Um, It was the 90s. It was probably straight to VHS action movies. I think the ones who was on in the nineties was, was Van Damme at this point. Yeah. Jeff Speakman, he might've been on the level of like, uh, Don, the dragon Wilson and those type of guys always popping out the VHS movies every month. Yeah. If they make another expendables, they had a, they had to put him in it. I think he'd do a good job. Supposed to be making one right now. Supposed to be uh, Stallone's last one. They said they're going hard R with this one. I hope so, because was those last two, like PG-13 or something like yeah. that? Because I know that, that one with Chuck Norris, he refused to do anything. And please, uh, take away the digital blood. Just yeah. Use real blood. It, it looks bad. Yeah, it's it's never... It's never good. But, um, yeah, the the film... It was 
just your just your basic story. Uh, um, well, in the beginning, uh, we see Jeff. He's just uh, basically a music video for "I Got the Power," whatever that song is. <laughs> he, has, he has to show off his Kempo. Yeah, I mean, he's got the skills, man, because basically that whole song, uh, minus the rapping, <laughs> was played, and he was uh, doing all those moves. I mean, I wish I knew someone that could teach me stuff like that. Will I be up to that skill level? Hell no, I'm too old now. But I think that would be a good workout because he was just throwing those hands all over the place. And I, but I've never liked that song. I just uh, a lot of '90s, uh, I guess pop, hip hop. I don't know. Some of it was just nah. <laughs> but yeah, luckily it's only in the beginning and the end. <laughs> I, you would think the way they played it, like every time he had a big action scene, it would it would come on or something. But yeah, I would have turned it off if that was <laughs> if that song kept going on every time we got in a fight. I said, no, I'm good. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, I did like, other other than the song, I, I liked uh, that whole little uh, sequence of him warming up. But um, then we get uh, a cutscene to um, Kim uh, Mako. He's, uh, in, he's uh, in his little Korean shop, him and, um, what was the little kid's name? Jimmy Ho. Um, yeah, him. And these uh, little uh, thugs. Uh, in suits come in and, the, and they were trying to um, get uh, Kim to hold some, I guess, hold some drugs in his storage rooms because uh, these uh, these Korean drug kingpins are uh, running Koreatown. Was this in L.A.? Yeah. Okay, I assumed it was. But uh, Kim was like, nope, 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 I'm not doing it. Um, so, but... Uh, Jeff uh, gives Kim a call just to kind of check in, tell him what's up, but then he hears those guys in the background like, "Hey, you need, you better hurry up, or, or uh, keep talking to us, or we're gonna come back and uh, tear your place up." And Jeff's like, "Who is that? What's going on?" And Kim's like, "Ah, it's nobody's nobody. Don't worry about it." So, yeah, I'll, I'll see you later. So he hangs up, and then Kim is making his way, or uh, Jeff is making his way to. To Koreatown, and then this is when we start get we get a big pretty much a big flashback of when he was younger, and turns out that he was a, a troubled child. Uh, his mother had passed away, and he was still dealing uh, with the grief of that, and just wasn't doing good in school, acting out. Uh, his dad was a policeman, uh, and he, uh, he had a, a younger brother, and um, his dad was uh, talking to Kim, and they were uh, buddies from the war. I assume Vietnam, maybe, or they, they didn't seem old enough for the Korean War, but I, yeah. I don't know. Let's go and, Vietnam. Yeah, but they were they were friends. They were friends, and and uh, Jeff's dad's kind of like, you know what? I'm thinking of sending him to military school. And then Kim was like, you know, we're both military, so I don't think that'd be good for him. Here, why don't you let me uh, deal with him? So he ends up. Kim ends up taking him to. Um, what was that master's name? Uh, Master Lo. The what was it? Kenpo? Is that what Ken, it is? Yeah, Kenpo Karate. See, I didn't, I didn't know any. Of that. I've never even heard of that style until this movie. At first, I thought it was made up until I started reading things. I'm like, oh, okay, this is this is the real deal. 
So he did basically taking him there to teach him some discipline and I think to center himself and stop just getting mad and bent out of shape about everything. Uh, I did like that whole thing when they had all the little kids. Uh, what was he? 13, maybe? Yeah. And there was a bunch of other kids in there learning, and then everyone was, all right, do a, a chop or whatever. Or all they hit guys. each other. Yeah, they were standing <laughs> next to each other. Ha <laughs> ha, just basically hitting whoever was on the, the right of them, right side of them. And then he was standing at the very end, and that young girl, uh, I believe her name was Jennifer, she turned around and chopped Jeff in the stomach, and he, ah, he fell on the ground. <laughs> Didn't look like she hit him that hard, but maybe he was just surprised. But then um, uh, he clearly wasn't paying attention. He's like staring off into the ceiling or something. Yeah. <laughs> Master Low kind of just, all right, come on, uh, Jeff, Jennifer, help him up. So and then we get the full montage of him learning uh, this uh, Kim Post style, but with Master Low uh, talking in the background. I, I don't remember exactly what he was telling him, but basically telling him this is how how this works. This is the style and all that and teaching them. And then uh, quick little flashes of him being little and his, uh, his skill level was just getting up there and up there. So I think by the time of that end of that sequence of him, uh, this obviously years had gone by of him learning because then he's, um, when we see him at, at the end of that, it was like, he's like in high school. And he was uh, a part of the uh, track team. He was learning how to do um, that thing with a pole, pole vaulting. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he was doing that. I don't know why his little brother was there. Maybe he was just there watching him. But uh, he's like, "All right, yeah, let's go home." So they start walking across the football. I was, this is all right. This is this is the thing I didn't get. They're going back home. You can you see the football team on the field practicing, and you're just gonna walk. Straight through them, uh, I'm like, okay, whatever, it's a movie. And then you get the the typical jock football players talking shit because Jeff is, um, in his little uh, tights uh, and everything. <laughs> so they kind of make some little snarky remarks to him. Jeff kind of turns and doesn't really do anything. But uh, what was his brother's name? Adam. Uh, yeah. Yeah, Adam. He uh, turns around and Adam gives uh, that big football player the finger and then he walks up, little bitch or whatever, <laughs> backhands Adam. He must have backhanded him hella, hella hard because when Adam looks up, his nose, both nostrils are bleeding. That was a big-ass dude. <laughs> yeah. Um, so Jeff walks up to him and then just, just gives him nothing but kicks. Just kicks him in the stomach, and then like, I think three other times in the head. And that last one, that was it like a spin kick, I think. Yeah, which is clearly they did a couple takes because when he first jumped, he didn't get up that high. Yeah, he he just <laughs> you can see what they were trying to do, but <laughs> yeah, that that kick didn't look like it, it got that high. But so he ends up. Um. Uh, the police. Uh, no. Uh, the the coach comes running over and they saying, "Call the call the ambulance." So all the ambulance come and yeah, uh, he his dad starts yelling at him and he tells him like, "Yeah, I, I can't can't have you." Well, I think he went to um, he ended up at the police station. Yeah. 
So his dad starts screaming at him. He goes, I don't want you around Adam. You're going to get him killed or hurt or whatever. And you're just going to, you're going to kill somebody someday just because of uh, what he can do. Cause he can fight now. So his dad was like, just, I don't want you in the house. Just, just get lost. So Jeff's all just, ah, oh, fuck it. I'm out. So he goes to see master Lowe and kind of talks to him. And he was talking about, um, was that the tiger and the dragon? Were those like styles or? Yeah. He's, he's a tiger now, but he has to reach the dragon level. And he can't he can't show or tell him how. Yeah, he's got to find the glow to grow. <laughs> so, did we do Howard? Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. that was in the beginning stages. Yeah, back when we were doing two movie four ten, hour shows, ten hour shows. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, he it was it was just another lesson he taught him, and then uh, Kim came in and was trying to talk to Jeff, like, come on, man, just go talk to your dad and all that. And he's like, nah, I'm out of here. So basically, Jeff just packed his shit and cut. I don't know, we don't really know where he went, but uh, that's the end of the flashbacks. We go back to Kim, to his little shop. Uh, he owns some kind of shop with all kinds of antiques and everything in there. Uh, some more, some the the Korean street toughs, they show up, and they're still trying to uh, muscle uh, Kim to let them store drugs in, in his storeroom. But then uh, Jeff comes in and it's like, well, what's going on? He At this point, he doesn't even know what's going on. There's three guys in there. He comes in there and starts kicking ass, kicks one dude out the window, and then uh, he gets a stick, and then he starts kicking ass with the stick. Well, it breaks in half so that he's got two, and um, he starts uh, whooping ass and slapping these fools up with the sticks. But those sticks... You can clearly tell the, those um, they probably still hurt if you got hit. Those uh, I don't want to say movie sticks, but the, you can clearly see that yeah. they're they're not solid wood. They're like that real more softer wood, but it would still hurt if you got hit. So he ended up beating the hell out of all of them two, those three guys. But they got up and left. But um, Jimmy Hose in there. He's like, what are you doing? He goes, man, you better go back to where you came from because you're going to be dead. That's um, what do they call them? The whatever. I'm trying whatever, to find out what they are. Whatever the gang was called, the, the something kings or, or whatever. Because um, Jimmy's was like, oh, man, he goes, you, you, you're asking for trouble. But uh, Kim was like, ah, man, he's a good kid. Just just let him go home. So Jeff and uh, Kim are talking and just come on. You got to make yourself uh, better and hopefully uh, you can see your dad again. But um, we could, the next thing we get to, we see per, what was it? What was Professor Tanaka's name in this? Was it just Tanaka? Oh, OK. Well, Tanaka. Hey. They didn't really think too hard on the names because his name is Tanaka. Jeff Speakman's name is Jeff. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of it's like, what's your name? Okay, that's what it is in the movie. Yeah, I'll just call you. He probably, he probably wasn't answering to the name that they said. He goes, you know what? Let's just change it to Jeff and respond to that. <laughs> so, um, the professor, he's Professor Tanaka, everyone. Uh, he goes in to, uh, he finds uh, the three guys that uh, went to Kim's. Um, and he go. He basically goes in there and kills all three of them. They don't show it. <laughs> he just pulls out this little uh, carnation or whatever that was, and that seems to be his calling card after he kills you. <laughs> yeah, I like how 
Uh, they're just kind of staring at him, and then he pulls out the carnation. Everybody's like, "Oh shit, let's get out of here!" Yeah, and then that, that, that was the end of that scene. <laughs> so, but yeah, Jeff and Kim are still talking, uh, just trying to catch up. And Jeff's trying to like, "Come on, what's going on? Why? Why are these guys doing this?" And Kim's like, "Eh, don't worry, y'all. Don't worry about it." So Jeff's going, "All right, man, I'm gonna go, uh, go, uh, get some fresh air." So he ends up leaving. Um, uh, we see Professor Tanaka. He shows up at Kim's. He sneaks upstairs. Kim is was laying in bed, but he heard him come in. And then Professor Tanaka comes in and I assume broke his neck or something. They don't show it. They show him walking in the door. He pulls out his carnation, puts it on, and then uh, we, we just assume that he kills uh, Kim because Kim didn't even try to run or get up or do anything. Yeah, it's it says on Wikipedia. I, they don't show it, but it says he appears and kills lead head force to kill. Force Kim to comply by headbutting him to death. I guess. Yeah, kills that, him off screen. Yeah, that we don't see any of that. Sorry when my allergies are killing me. But yeah, we don't see that. Because uh Jeff uh he shows up. Um, oh, when they when they got into that fight, somebody like went crashing through the window or when he kicked that dude through the window. Um, they boarded it up. But then when he comes back from his walk, he sees that those boards are broken. So he goes in, he runs upstairs yelling Kim, and he goes into Kim's room and Kim's laying there in his bed, dead, with that carnation on his chest. So Jeff's like, fuck, and then he hears a car start up and he sees a car driving away. He he runs out. Uh, and thinks he can chase this, uh, catch this car. <laughs> so he goes running down the street. Looks like he ran a few blocks. And this, and uh, he gets all mad. And this is when the, the street thefts show up. Uh, local, give me all your money. And they pull knives on him. And then he's just looking at him. And uh, it was four guys total. And then he goes, Oh, is this what you want? He pulls his wallet out. You want my money? And then he just commences to kicking <laughs> all four of their asses. I like this scene. It was like hella fast. No kicks. Just elbows, spin. The, the That that one spin move with the backhand. <laughs> he just took out all four of them hella fast. I like how they, they felt like dominoes one by one. <laughs> I know when you see them there, they're all like in one big pile laying on each other. And he gets his wall and walks off. Uh, the, all right, this is the next scene is when his brother comes into play. Uh, his younger brother, Adam, and he, he years later, he's a cop now, uh, obviously working with his father. Well, it seemed like his father was was still on the force, but he was just like. He seemed like he was on the force, but he also seemed like he couldn't do anything. It, it seemed like he was just a regular flatfoot. And his son was a detective because he shows up in, in a suit. Uh, and everything and trying to figure out what's going on at Kim's and uh, all the cops are there and they don't really know. Yeah, because uh, he, he has a line like, I wish I could do more. I was like, you're not doing anything. What are you doing? <laughs> yeah, I don't think they would have gave him the case because when Adam walks upstairs and then he, he sees that his brother was the one that found Kim. And then uh, you can clearly see that they just haven't. Uh, had the best uh, brother uh, relationship because he's kind of like, oh, fuck. And because they, when they see each other and they're like, oh, man, because Adam's like, Jeff? And then he's like, oh, hey, what's up? And then he, he's, they both, they both knew Kim. He was a friend of the family. So 
uh, Adam was like, you know what? Uh, let me take this case. He goes, I know him. He's a, he's a friend of the family, and this is my brother. So uh, yeah, let's do this. So that, that one guy's like, all right, go ahead, you, your case. So <laughs> doesn't work like that. No, <laughs> he just went. All right, fuck it, you can have it. <laughs> kind of seemed like the lead officer didn't even know who he was. He's like, oh, your captain says it's okay. Like, it doesn't work like that. <laughs> Only in the 90s, early 90s in Hollywood. So, uh, yeah, Dad, he, Adam takes Jeff down to the police station, and he's just trying to flip through some old photos uh, of uh, mug shots. And he goes, ah, he goes, I don't see anybody in this. But this is when uh, everything comes crashing down on both of them because uh, Adam is still mad at his brother for – well, he didn't leave. His dad made him leave, but it was just that brotherly shit that they're going through. But uh, Jeff still still heated, and he still wants to figure out who's doing this. Um, he goes to I think is this is when he goes to the um, yeah he's when he shows up at the uh, I guess at the another dojo a gym and he's looking for um. <clears throat> Oh, he was he was he did, he doesn't know um, uh, Professor Tanaka yet. Yeah, he's he? not yet. He's looking for one of the guys when he first showed up to the Kim shop. The the guy with the spider tattoo. Yeah, he was looking for him because when he goes in there and starts asking, and everyone's like didn't want to give him any information, but then he comes up on one guy, and this guy thought he was raw. Dude with the bandana. Yeah. <laughs> That's his name in the credits. Because no. he goes, yeah, he goes up and asks him, hey, I'm looking for this guy with the tattoo on him. And then he goes, you know him? He goes, yeah, I know him. Well, can you tell me where he is? He's like, no. And then he's like, all right. And they get told him, why don't you just get the hell out of here? And then Jeff's like, you know what? Um, I'll take on you and these two other dudes. And if I beat you, you, you have to tell me. Uh, the name of who I'm looking for. And then I got like, well, all right. So he's, uh, he gears up, takes off all his, his uh, shirt and everything. And what's that? That was the ring that uh, his sensei gave him, right? Yeah. Master. Yeah, he's uh, on the tiger level, I guess. Because he, he took that ring off, but then he spun it around, but then he took it off and put it in his pocket. This is my dance. Come on, white boy. Let's see what you got. And then uh, the one dude, um, whatever his name is, with the perfect hair, he. He goes, all right, man, this is mine. And he turns around and kicks him in the face really quick and then drops Jeff. Or he kicks him in the stomach, and then spin kicks, and then he gives him a front kick and then a uh, kick to the left side of his face, and he goes down. Yeah, come what? on, white boy. Let's see what you got. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that was awesome. And then Jeff gets up, and then uh, that dude, the Asian Korean guy, I don't know if he's really Korean. He might just be Chinese, but anyway. He uh, he's throwing kicks and uh, all that, and Jeff is just dodging it all. But then when he comes into play, just whoosh, whoosh, the front kicks, the high kicks, and then the he does a little ground and pound, and fucking he's beating the shit out of this dude. <laughs> and again, 
His hair is so perfect. Go on YouTube. This whole movie is on YouTube, everybody. <laughs> he beats the hell out of him, but his hair is still fresh, man. It did not lose any bounce or anything. <laughs> tiger level of Kempo Karate. <laughs> I like all this stuff, man, because it's a lot of fast action, and then they throw in the, the slow uh, punches and kicks and everything. But Jeff's, man, he, he's, he's hella fast. I love the, the choreography uh, of these fight scenes. I mean, obviously, they have to do it over and over and over to make it look awesome for the film. But um, I had mentioned earlier, Jeff's got a lot of fast hand moves, and he was just kicking his ass with those. And then once he beats that dude up with the hair, this is when the bandana and the other dude come jumping in. And they double-team Jeff, start kicking his ass. And then once they get him on the floor, they just start kicking him in the face and in the neck or in, in the body. But then he they pick him up. Uh, bandana starts slapping him around but then Jeff ain't having that shit and then he just fucking uh, starts kicking those fools the dude that's holding him he grabs his hands kicks him then he kicks it bandana and then bandana gets kicked in the balls and he falls on the ground yeah fuck that stunt <laughs> yeah I was, I'm watching this everybody and he starts whooping ass on that other dude and he just ended up beating the, the shit out of all three of them and then uh, the dude with the bandana, that was the guy he was talking to first. He gets him on the ground, and that's when he's like, all right, what's his name? Because, uh, yeah, bandana's laying there holding his nuts. <laughs> it did look like he was, he, after that kick, he wasn't going to move. Jeff kind of pulls his arm back like he's going to snap it. All right, what's his name? What's his name? And then he tells him the name uh, that they were, that who they were looking for. Um, I don't even know what the name was. What was, who was he? <laughs> Um, he just gave him some random name. Yeah, because he, he hangs at the cockpit club. Yeah, that's what he said. The, the dude he was looking for is dead. Because uh, yeah, he went in there and killed him. Yeah, he doesn't know that, though. Oh, sorry. Yeah, so this part was kind of stupid right here after this. Because after Jeff leaves, we see Adam, and he's trying to do his detective work. He goes into this restaurant and wants Kim, and then the guy's in there like, what and then and he's asking for Kim but then that guy the, the guy behind the counter oh you want kimchi and then so he gives him that whatever kimchi is <laughs> he keeps asking for stuff and that guy's like oh this and he starts bagging up all kinds of food and gives it to him so he just ah fuck it he just pays it and, and then walks out of the place but then we go to the funeral for Kim and they're having the traditional uh, ceremony uh, their dad's there uh, I assume he's must be in the higher ups because he's he's got like tons of ribbons and everything all over his, his uniforms. Yeah, that's why I don't understand when he drops that line. I wish I could do more. I was like, you can't do anything. I mean, yeah. So while they're in this the during the funeral, um, they see Jimmy Ho, but then Jeff sees him, and then he goes running after after him because Jimmy takes off. And Adam is chasing him, too. And then they kind of get into it. Why are you chasing this kid? What does he know? And he's like, he's nothing. He's just a kid. And then they get into more brother shit. Arguing, ah, you never trusted me. You don't believe me and me and all that shit. And uh, Jeff's like tired of his brother's little whiny mouth. So he bitch slaps him. But then Adam's dumbass pulls a gun out on his brother. He's like, are you going to shoot me? <laughs> he should have just kicked him for that. <laughs> so... We go back to Jeff. He's um, walking around. He ends up going to 
to the crock pit. So he shows up in there. He's walking around, walking through it, everything. And then this is when the dudes come up to him. Uh, he sees a guy that he's looking for uh, at the bar, and then he, um, no, he goes up and starts talking to somebody. And, yeah, and uh, another. Uh, oh, that guy pops up because he tells yeah. him, "You, you're not, you're not welcome here." And then, of course, he gets beat up in like two seconds. Yeah, that somebody is uh, Brandcomb Richmond. Yeah, that guy. Uh, he plays an Asian guy as well as a Native American whenever they need him to be. I think he's so, playing Hawaiian too in one movie. <laughs> was he in Renegade? Was that the I, show I, you? I think so. <laughs> uh, yeah, <laughs> he was in Renegade, that dude. He was in Hard to Kill? Gosh, I don't even remember that one. We might have to Seagal it uh, a few times. Early, oh, he was, he was, early uh, Seagal. <laughs> he just popped in my head. He was uh, he was one of the guys that uh, came to kill him and his wife. It's hard to kill? Yeah. In the beginning, <laughs> they'd shoot him, make him go into his coma. He was one of those guys. He just popped in my head. I'm going to have to rewind. I don't even remember that one. All I remember, the only part I remember in that movie is when he's laying there in the hospital bed. Uh, with that fake mustache and beard. Oh, the, the Fu Manchu yeah. mustache. <laughs> and Kelly LeBrock lifts up his his nightgown <laughs> and tells him, oh, please wake up. Sorry, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> Aren't they married or something during that time? Or? I think that's where they met. Then they got married. And then I don't know if he was, but the tabloids and everything, she was saying that she, he was like abusing her and everything. So that yeah. that fell apart. So, so yeah, he's in there asking everything. And that one dude uh, comes up to him. He's just labeled as bartender. And he starts talking shit. Nah, then Jeff's slapping dudes around. Where is he? And then there's some other guys come in. He starts kicking. They start. He starts kicking their asses. Um, just throwing them around. Full nightclub. Everyone around watching strobe lights and everything going on. Uh, a lot of good slow motion fights. Jeff just chopping everyone, need everyone in the face. And then he's, uh, oh, there's um, Al Leong. He comes running in. I'm watching this, everyone. <laughs> he comes running in and gets uh, slammed really fast. And then some dude comes up behind Jeff and smashes him in the head. Oh, that's all Al gets. Yeah, that's all, that's all he got. And uh, Jeff gets hit to the back of the head with a bottle. He goes down and he's knocked out. Um, and then in walks in Professor Tanaka. He picks him up in the back of the head. It looked like he's getting ready to just smash the back of his head in. But then he hears something. He looks over to the left and he sees um, uh, Lopan. That's all I see him as, everyone. Uh, he kind of just waves him off. So they end up dragging Jeff out. And I assume they just threw him out in the street. Because the next scene, we just see Jeff. Uh, it looks like he's uh, setting something up at uh, Kim's uh, little, uh, his little thing at, at the little uh, church or whatever it was. Mm-hmm. So he starts talking to uh, that guy there and then telling him. No, he, this is when he meets, um, what's his name? Lopan. Oh, what the hell was his name in this? Um, Young. Young. He meets him, and that's what he kind of tells him that, uh, yeah, they were friends. So he's like, all right, well. Here, come with me. So he gets in the limo with him, and they start uh, driving down the road. And Young is telling Jeff about um, 
there was this other dude. Uh, uh, I assume he was a rival of Young. Uh, yeah. It was Jimmy's uncle. What was his name? Trying to look it up right now. Uh, yeah, I have two. I, I wish these pictures were bigger. Anyway, so Young is telling Jeff that, yeah, this guy is, he would be the one that, that killed Kim. So he's, he's just eating it all, and he tells him, yeah, he's staying at um, uh, the whatever, whatever hotel. Um, so he ends up going there. Oh, no, uh, before he does that, he goes, uh, um, Young tells Jeff that it was, uh, what's Shang Tsung's name in this? Um, Kai. He was telling him it was Kai. So, because that's when uh, he goes up and pulls Kai out of uh, out of the limo and wants to know where um so and so was. Because then he uh, because uh, Young and Jeff they where I don't know where they're at some other place because they're outside. And then that's when he tells him that's him. Uh, he tells uh, Jeff that. So that's when he goes over there and grabs Kai. And uh, wants to know uh, where whoever they were looking for. And Kai told him he's staying at the uh, whatever, whatever hotel. So this part was kind of dumb, right? <laughs> uh, Jeff goes to the hotel where um, Kai said the, the dude they were looking for, that, that were responsible for Kim's death. And he just turns into a little parkour guy and starts climbing up. Yeah, I, going back to the beginning, why are you just a construction guy? If you got all these fucking ninja skills and parkour and kempo karate, but you're just sparking construction, which that one scene of him doing construction, he wasn't even doing anything. He's just digging in the dirt. <laughs> As he's like walks off and everybody else is still working. Like, well, you gotta, go. you gotta make money. <laughs> you gotta do something. At least he was working. <laughs> so. Yeah, he goes climbing up the side of the building, gets on top of this elevator, and almost gets crushed to death. But the elevator stops, and then he crawls in, uh, starts shimmying along these pipes. Luckily, those pipes really uh, fitted into the side of this uh, building. Because then he goes in into this room, he finds a window, kind of puts a guy in a sleeper hole uh, that's sitting there, and then he knocks him out. And then these other two guys come out of nowhere. He starts beating the shit out of them. And uh, locking doors, trying to get away. Um, he clocked that one dude. He just had knocked him out sitting in the chair. And then he, he uh, comes across two other dudes that are walking around. And one of those guys is, uh, hey, that guy. I see his name was at the bottom. I think he was in uh, Jeff Amada. He plays. Yeah, that guy. Wo-Sam Guard. Okay, that's who they were looking for. Uh, Wo-Sam. Wo- Wo- that that's the the dude. I knew it was a guy with two names. They were they they were looking. Jeff was looking for him. So yeah, because uh, Jeff lights off a uh, fire extinguisher, so the the hallway is all crazy. And then uh, his little bodyguards go in there. He ends up kicking the shit out of them and hitting uh, that one dude with the fire the fire extinguisher, and knocks him out. And then he jumps into the room. Uh, where Wo Sam is, and then he's like, he was getting ready to tell him, you killed Kim, and I'm going to kill you. But Wo Sam was like, I didn't do it. Who told you this? And then he tells him, Young. Uh, and then he goes, it's not me. Young's the one that's doing this. But he doesn't believe him. But that's when Jimmy Ho comes running in. He goes, what are you doing? 
uh, he's like my uncle. And then uh, he's like, what? And then he's like, because uh, he goes, well, Young told me that he killed Kim. And then he goes, well, who told you that? And then he went, Young. And then he's like, oh, fuck, man, I, I got played. So Woe Sam is trying to tell him, basically telling him, like, yeah, man, it, it, they're just trying to get me out of the game. So was they he do. doing dirt too? Yeah, but didn't they do like a title drop here? He was like, they, they try to use you as the perfect weapon. Yeah. The, uh, <laughs> a nobody. <laughs> yeah, the perfect weapon. Because, yeah, he told them first, yeah, he goes, they, they got a nobody. The perfect weapon. I was like, oh, really? <laughs> he had to shoehorn that in there somewhere. But um, so at this point, yeah, Woe Sam is the one telling him, they're like, man, come on, think think about it. Um, so he, Jeff finally realized that, all right, he's he's the one that we got to get. So Jimmy Ho's like, you know what? He goes, I'm going to help you with you. I'm going to help you uh, bring down Young. So I was like, ah, all right. So he kind of takes his little kid, little minor kid along uh, for the little sidekick. So, I mean, good for him. Good for Jimmy Ho. He's got to do something uh, in this movie. Because they told him that um, uh, oh, he didn't know Professor Tanaka yet. Yeah. So that's because when they were following him around uh, and then he got uh, Adam involved and told him that, hey man, this is what's going on. We find out who's that Young is responsible for this, but now we need to prove it. So Adam's like, oh, all right, come on. So uh, Jimmy Ho is laying in the back seat, and then they like, what's this kid doing here? Oh, he's going to help us. I'm like, ah, oh, fuck. So Adam's just going along. But it seemed like he didn't want to go along with it because it seemed like, all right, man, you guys better give me something because if you don't, I'm probably going to get fired for this. So especially Adam's bringing in a kid. Yeah, he he's getting on my nerves. I was hoping he was gonna get beat up or something <laughs> in this movie, but so they're following the limo, the Young's limo, and we see uh, Professor Tanaka driving in it. And they're pulled up to a bank. Now this part was stupid. He's it looks like he just dropped making a deposit, but there's a lady uh, in front of Adam, and then she's trying to make a deposit, and she ends up dropping it before she puts it in a little deposit slot. And, Adam, uh, Professor Tanaka is about to leave, and then Adam was like, come on, lady, get out of the way. So she finally gets out of the way, and then he goes chasing after him. Um, but Professor Tanaka kind of turns around and looks, and Jimmy is, he's trying to identify him first, because Jimmy knows what he looks like. So he put two little holes in a newspaper, and he's holding <laughs> it <laughs> He's holding it up, and yeah, that's him. But Professor Tanaka realizes, hey, man, there's something shady going on next in this car next to me. So he punches it. He takes off. Why is he driving a limo? I I don't know. It, just for, for this car chase. <laughs> he goes hauling ass out of the little bank thing, and then that's when a car slams into him, and then this is when the the, the, cheat, the chase starts. So I assume there was all these cops uh, ready, because once he pulls out, all these squad cars come out of nowhere. <laughs> so uh, Tanaka is hauling ass down the road in his limo, just serving it, uh, almost uh, getting on the other lane with the oncoming traffic, and he's just zipping and, zipping and dodging and everything, and uh, get on the freeway, almost crashing into other cars, but then for some reason, oh, well, never mind. It's pulling out of a, a, a lot. One of those big semis holding a, a bunch of uh, cars on it. So 
uh, Tanaka's coming at a full speed, and then the other police are coming. Uh, they kind of block him. He spins off to the side, clips a police car, just perfectly enough for him to land on his side, and it goes crashing into the, the truck with all the cars on it. On its side, it slides perfectly into the truck, <laughs> and uh, I'm sure I'm sure these cars are being held down with chains, but it like perfectly slides right off and lands on top of the limo. But uh, Tanaka is all super strong. He pushes the door open, knocks the car off of him. He gets down. We got these two cops coming up on him, uh, trying to get it. Adam and the gang all pull up in the car. But then Tanaka just woof, 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 fucks these two cops up hella fast with some chops. <laughs> he gets them hella quick. And then Adam, he tries to be big Mr. Big Nuts. And he pulls out uh, one of those old, old school, early 90s uh, taser guns. Uh, Jeff runs over and looks into the limo and Young's not in there. So he's like, fuck. And then Adam is talking shit uh, to Professor Tanaka. He shoots him with uh, the first set. He kind of just awesome acting, but Tanaka, the little, the little darts go in him, and then he kind of shakes, and then he uh, hits him with. He pulls him out, and then he hits him with the other two, and then that one that drops him. So this, this plan was stupid. <laughs> why would you, why would Jung go to the bank to make a drop off, and why would his number one henchman? Be a limo driver. It was it was weird to me. And then there would be no movie. Yeah, <laughs> true. And there would be no act. There would be no awesome uh, taser scene. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> and an awesome car chase scene in, in a limo. So uh, Tanaka's laying there knocked out. They pick him up, throw him in the back of a squad car, and uh, I don't know why Adam went, but okay. He jumps in the squad squad car as well. Him and the two, uh, him and the other officer are kind of cutting it up. Uh, Tanaka comes too. He slams his both. I don't know. Well, I guess he's big enough. Well, I guess they could have used two or three handcuffs to put his hands behind him, but he's handcuffed in front of him. So he kind of just smashes down uh, that little gate, and then it hits uh, both cops. They both kind of get knocked out. Uh, the driver just, I don't know what he did, but he somehow hit something and it flips the police car and it's on its, uh, flipped over on, on, on its top. Um, this is the part I didn't get right here. Tanaka pulls out Adam, gets his gun. Does he shoot himself? He shoots the the handcuffs. Oh, is that what he did? I think that's what okay. he did. Okay. All, right, all right. Yeah. Cause he's not, okay. All right. I wasn't sure because you just see him holding the gun, then you hear a gunshot, and then he just gets up and walks away. I'm like, okay, whatever. Uh, Adam's in the hospital. Jeff's there. Adam kind of comes to. He's all beat up. He's got a broken hand and fat lip and everything. <laughs> he kind of just tells him what's uh, what's up. Then their dad shows up and kind of gives him more shit. Um, we go to a scene with uh, Shang Tsung. The hell is his name? Kai. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I don't know what was going on here. He was talking to some other dude, and then he ends up uh, walking out. Yeah, this is when uh, Jimmy overhears that uh, Young is leaving the country by boat. Okay, I think that's what he was telling the other dude. 
I don't know what Jimmy was doing in that bar, but all right. Well, I guess he was following him too. So, yeah, Jimmy and Jeff go. Uh, they're at the, down the marina, and they see the a big old ship, like a big tanker ship, and it's loading up with stuff. I assume drugs and whatever else. So they know that Young's there. So uh, Jeff goes and starts loading up. He's got That's his daggers and his knives. Good. And we get a cringy line here. Kill him for Kim. Kill him for me. <laughs> he's got knives, daggers, and then he's got his two little uh, sticks. Little what do they call those? I, I'm not sure, but I think it's 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 part of Kempo karate. I think it's one of the weapons that they train with. Yeah, they just look like sticks, fighting sticks to me. Yeah. Anyway, they're called something. Everyone, I just I, I don't know. I've heard it before, but I don't remember. Uh, Jeff's still lurking around trying to figure out how is he going to get in to the place because there's a big old barbed wire fence and everything. He sees these pipes that are just laying there. Luckily, he knows how to pull vault. So he pull vaults over the fence, and there's a security guard standing there, and he's like, wow, I can still do it. And then, bah, he just backhands him really quick. <laughs> so that fool goes down. Uh, we go inside. We see Young, and we see Kai. In there, just talking shit. And then Jeff's walking around into the warehouse. And it's like these guys are just in there working. I assume that's all drugs and everything that's all in those big bundles. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, so he kind of starts taking them out slowly. He grabs uh, this one dude in a leg lock and then kind of knocks him out. Uh, He's still running around, lurking around. Another guy comes up and he whoops the shit out of him. And then the third guy, the big black dude, big tall guy, he comes running at uh, Jeff with a knife. And Jeff, like, does it slow motion and blocks it. But then gets the knife and then ends up stabbing himself, uh, stabs the black guy in the leg with the knife. And then another dude comes up and he with another knife. And Jeff pulls the knife out of that black guy's leg, kind of whoops that other dude's ass really f- quick, and then goes, here, hold this, and then shoves it back in that black guy's leg. And then kicks him, and then he goes down. <laughs> All right, he goes around the next bed, pulls out the sticks, and there's uh, two other dudes. One guy's got a big hook. No, both of them got hooks. And the hands are whooping, knocking them out. Another dude, two other guys show up. He beats the shit out of them with the sticks. A lot of kicks. I'd rather get hit with a kick than hit with a solid wood stick. But anyway, <laughs> he's beating the shit out of all of these guys. And... Uh, I've always liked um, uh, these the, the martial art films when those guys have the sticks. What was that one with Bruce Lee? Um, was it Game of Death? When that dude pulled out the sticks? No, no, no. I'm sorry. I'm thinking of um, well, they weren't. St- what was it? It was a pool stick in uh, uh, Alpha Justice. Mm. When, uh, when Seagal was, was he, he, all right, that's why I said game of death. The dude that Seagal was fighting in the pool hall was the dude with the sticks. <laughs> they called him sticks in Alfred Justice. He was the one that was fighting Bruce Lee at the end in game of death when he put that, uh, that X on his forehead. That mm. was uh, Bruce Lee's friend. Oh, sorry about the allergies, everyone. But yeah, so. I like when they they pull out those sticks and, and they say he ends up beating the shit out of all those dudes. 
and then he comes around the corner and we see uh, Young and Kai uh, kind of gearing up. We see Young, he's got one of those uh, retractable knives like on his wrist. So uh, Kim, uh, Jeff kind of sees a guy lurking around with a gun. He pulls out his daggers. He throws he throws one. The guy kind of over, over the, the lets off a round uh, in his little Mac-10, and then Jeff hits him with uh, the other dagger because he throws one to get that guy's attention. He looks away, then he throws the other one, stabs him, and then he goes falling off the little scaffold and I assume dies. <laughs> so, and then we come around the corner. Uh, Jeff sees Young. He's about to walk up and kick that ass, but then Shang Tsung comes out of nowhere with a gun, and this is when we get like the worst fight in the whole movie. <laughs> um, nothing against Jeff Speakman. He's badass, but I don't I don't know why. I mean, you can clearly see that uh, Shang Tsung is fighting when, he, when you can see his face, but when you don't see the when you see like the back of his head. Other than it doesn't even look like him, I mean, I'm like, man, come on, he could have did something. Maybe, maybe he just wasn't up to to the skill level as uh, Jeff Speakman. So, uh, Lopan tries to come up behind him, but he ends up kicking him down, and he goes running away. And then uh, Jeff starts kicking ass on uh, Shang Tsung, and uh, whoever the dude is, his double, he knows what he's doing. He's got the kicks and everything. But it's only like a couple of kicks and hits, and then uh, Jeff knocks him out and then chops him up in the face a couple of times. But then uh, Shang Tsung jumps up. He, do, he does a kick. Jeff catches it. He slams it. looks like he snapped his knee and then knocks him out, and he just falls down. So Never see him again. Yeah, I was into him. Didn't kill him. <laughs> he just knocked him out, but broke that leg. So he goes up to... Uh, the young uh, low pen, he picks him up and because he's like, I'm this is for Kim. And he starts, he holds, he's holding him by the neck and he picks him up on this pole like he's going to choke him. And he's going, but then he's like, I can't do it. So he lets him down. And then uh, he, young is like, oh, okay, whatever. Um, but we see a boat pulling up and it's Professor Tanaka in the boat. Because Jeff's looking like, I want to kill you, but I can't. <laughs> All right, okay. <laughs> so he turns his, uh, his uh, he turns to uh, Professor Tanaka, but then uh, Young, that little knife that's on his wrist. This he, part was stupid. It was hell stupid. He pulls it out. He stabs Jeff in the back. Jeff kind of looks up. He takes off his jacket, and he's got more sticks on his back and that knife went right into it. That that blade went in farther than what it was in that in that stick. It was like just a tip. <laughs> <laughs> he picks up young slams him on the table like he's about to kill him. But then here comes Professor Tanaka. Well I think he just knocked him out because then he just throws him on the ground. Professor uh, Professor Tanaka comes up, starts whooping that ass. He's just giving him chops and backhands, picks him up, throws him around does a bear hug, throws him into the wall, and that's all he does. Yeah. Uh, Jeff starts giving him kicks, but it ain't even phasing him. He's taking them kicks and then punches like cupcakes and just beating the shit out of Jeff. Um, 
I wanted what was I can't remember his move. I wanted him to do that, <laughs> but he was just giving him a lot of clotheslines and he's just throwing them all over the place. Uh, but then all of a sudden, okay, this is kind of cool. Uh, Professor Tanaka takes off his belt and it's got like a, a dagger on it or a knife mm-hmm. or something, and he starts whipping that around. Ah! And he throws it, and every now and then it would stab into something. So he's trying to to get Jeff. Uh, he picks him up a few times and gives him some bear hugs, and Jeff just starts kicking him in the balls and everything, but it ain't doing nothing. So um, the dagger goes flying into something, and Jeff gets it and swings it around, and he throws it, and it stabs into, uh, I assume it's a propane tank. Yeah, it's a giant propane tank. Yeah, like right next to him. And it's 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 uh, the knife is stabbed into one of the the lines that are there. So Professor Tanaka pulls it out. Then all of a sudden, all the propane gas starts coming out. And this part was kind of dumb. <laughs> Jeff runs over, picks up a little metal piece of chain link, and then just hucks it or throws it uh, towards uh, Professor Tanaka, and it must it must have just sparked. Because then it, it, it ignites. It's like a flamethrower. Professor Tanaka is on fire. Ah, he's laying there screaming. And then all of a sudden, the whole tanker blows up. Awesome stunt, but you can clearly see it was a dubby. Because when that thing blows up, you just see his whole body just go poosh, fly into pieces. <laughs> so, And that's pretty much the movie. Because all the police show up uh, when everything's all over with. Um Adam, uh, who's he carrying? He's carrying Young. He turns him in. His dad shows up. His dad kind of nods his head like, yeah. And they still don't talk for some reason. And then it cuts to him going to visit his master and uh, what's her name? Jennifer. And everybody just smiling at each other. I got the power. Kicks him. And yeah, the, he just walks in. I assume he found the dragon or whatever. He and became a man after yeah. <laughs> whatever, 30 years. <laughs> after beating the hell out of everybody and almost getting killed multiple times. Yeah, I didn't like this ending. It's He just walks up to him. They kind of bow in credits. But, I mean, the, the movie, it's still awesome mm-hmm. for all the fighting and everything, but it was just the acting and everything that kind of takes you out of it. But then you don't watch these movies for the acting. You want to see awesome-ass fighting, and that's what you got. Every mm-hmm. time there was a fight scene in it. And uh, Jeff Speakman, he, he's the real deal. I just wish his uh, career was a little bit bigger. I don't know why he didn't get... Uh, I mean, he could have been king of the VHS movies, but... Yeah, know. but there was so many people back then. Yeah, again, like I said earlier, Van Damme was running the 90s. Well, in the theater, and then later, was it late 90s, early 2000s, when it was just straight to video? Oh my gosh, he was in this movie. Who? Hot Boys, Master P's movie. I never even heard of that. You probably don't need to hear about it. 
like his his one of his brothers was like the main character and for some reason he was into karate and I I think Jeff Speakman played his uh, sensei. It's a hood movie, but I was just saying, they got hella fools in this. You got Gary Busey, Silk the Shocker, Snoop Dogg, Jeff Speakman as Master Keaton. Yeah, I oh. think he was uh, Silk the Shocker's uh, sensei. Master P, you got Pony Boy, C. Thomas Howell, Mr. Cal, uh, Anthony Johnson, rest in peace, uh, Pinky, Clifton Powell. Damn, you got hella fools in this. Oh, I'm going to have to find this one. It's not good. <laughs> Hot Boys, written and directed by Master P. Cool as a kid. Wait, cool as a good kid from a bad hood until his girlfriend is framed for murder. To earn her release, Cool agrees to help bust the city's most powerful drug lord. When the deal goes wrong, he engaged Cool and Bart. When the deal goes wrong, and engaged Cool embarks upon the life of a life of crime. Who is Cool? Soak the shocker. Oh, okay. For some reason, I thought that was uh, what's his name. Show me the mud. No, that was Tom Cruise. Um, oh, uh, um, Cuba. Yeah, his brother. What's his brother's name? Uh, Cuba. You, you know what I'm talking. He was uh, and Baby Boy. Yeah, him and uh, Omar. Yeah, him. <laughs> I thought that was him in this, but ah, hot boys. All right, everyone. I'm gonna have to find this. One. <laughs> uh, it's got the cash, but uh, it's no good. <laughs> no, I mean it's. I guess you could say it's so bad it's good. Uh, yeah. Well, what's his name? Master P. A lot of those guys thought they could be directors. He, so, he was just taking advantage of a time when he had an opportunity to make money any way he could. Yeah. Put his, put his brother in a, in a leading role, which probably wasn't the best idea, but... I say, come on, be on YouTube. Nope, just a bunch of scenes. I think I've seen it somewhere streaming. So I'll have to find it somewhere. But I bet you it's going to pop up on Tubi. <laughs> Everything's on Tubi, either that or IMDb. Always on there, checking trusty Amazon. Hot Boys is. Wow, well, not streaming anywhere. I'll find it. I'm sure it's somewhat. Yeah, it's not even on Prime. But. All right, everyone. That was uh, the perfect weapon. I kept just calling it a perfect weapon. Uh, what do we got next? All right, we're going to uh, see what the ladies got. going to go with the kind of a newer one, to 2015's Lady Blood Fight, which I heard this is basically blood sport with women. Lady Blood Fight? Yep, this is on Amazon Prime. Anybody we know in it? I know the main chick. She's not. She's not like a name as far as actress, but in like the stunt stunt world, she's she's. Uh, I know she's. Um, what the fuck is her name? Scarlett Johansson stunt double for Black Widow and in the Captain America movies. All right. Amy Johnston. I don't know any any of these these young ladies in this film. 
But I heard it is blood sport with women because they fight in the Kumite. Okay. All right. Yeah. All right. Uh, the, the whatever the trailer is that's popped up on the IMDb. Well, they're obviously the real deal. So uh, see if she can act. Never even heard of this gal. Yeah, I, I watched that. Friday. Damn, I can't even think right now. There's a YouTube channel. I think I think it's called the Corridor Crew, and they they bring in st- stunt people to kind of review um, stunts and movies, and they bring her in sometimes. And uh, well, she, she seems did, she's she seems pretty badass. She did stunts in big movies: the Deadpool, uh, Winter Soldier, uh, Suicide Squad, the first one, uh, Deadpool two. Yeah, I know in Captain America, the the Winter Soldier, the the scene where on the freeway and they're sliding on the door, uh-huh. that was her. Oh, was doing, it? Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, all right, Amy Johnson, we'll uh, see what you got uh, next week with, was it Lady Bloodfighter? Yep. <laughs> all right, but, uh, yeah, just uh, come back uh, again if you're in the Tulsa, Oklahoma area. Uh, Thursday, March 10th, come out to the Shrine and see whatever we're doing on stage. It's going to be a good time, everybody. I can't wait to get out there. Hopefully make it over to the uh, um, the Curtis Boys house, the Outsider house. That's in uh, Tulsa. I'm going to make it over there and see. I think it's a museum now. So mm-hmm. I'm going to see if I can get in there. I don't know if it's open, but I at least want to see the house. Uh, yeah, uh, get ready for more East Society, and I have another MacNez episode coming. I'm just trying to work out a time with uh, this young lady uh, that I work with. She's going to come on the show. So, but as soon as I find out, uh, yeah. But go over to the East Society YouTube page and uh, check out all the shit that I have on there. Uh, go over to TikTok and see everything I got over there. It's mainly me. I'm trying to get the Zisu, but he's too busy doing what he's doing <laughs> so but yeah check out my review my non-spoiler review of the batman and everything again sorry about my allergies it's that time of year everyone but uh yeah come back next week for more when we talk about lady bug fight so until then be safe out there and party on and make sure you go to www I think I said it right, thehorrorreturns.com to find all links to the shows and you can get to all our social media pages. And until then, everybody be good to each other.